We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Inspired by the presence of Captain Jack Youngblood, playing in pain with his broken leg. A savage ram defense. They hand it to Steven. Great jump cut. 45 feet. There's a whole burst to it. 20. Steps a tackle. Runs left. 25 still to see. 46 yard goal by number 39. Running back, number 29, Eric Dickerson. Johnny Hecker. High school quarterback is going to throw. The fake is on. He's got a first down to Stephen Bailey. Mike Jones made the tackle. And the Rams have won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Rams Talk Radio with Derek C. Apollo and Michael Stewart. Welcome to Rams Talk Radio. This is Derek C. Apollo, my co-host, my partner in crime, former Los Angeles Rams defensive back Michael Stewart. And it's been busy. Really busy. Shall I say crazy busy since the last time we were on a pod. Mike, how you doing? Man, I'm doing great. It's been so crazy. I may have to get a, what is it, a 5, 10, 3, 10, I don't know. Go get a psych checkout at the hospital. That's how crazy it's been. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to ask you, what, what was your response when you saw that the Rams had traded for Vaughn Miller? Well, you know, at first... It's always, okay, is this real or not real? Why would the Rams be able to pick up Von Miller? And why would Denver get rid of him or trade him or whatever you want to call it? So then when you check and it's like, oh, no, this is real. And it's like, okay, man, hey, let's go. Man, that, that, that opens some things up right there. Open some things. I think, you know, the thing is, we've been hearing talk about Von Miller to the Rams for a couple years now. And the response was always, they can't afford it. And quite frankly, they can't afford it. 
unless Denver makes some concessions. And guess what they did? We're going to talk about that. I mean, the Rams basically bought. They paid in full with draft picks. So they bought Von Miller. All right. Before we get there, I'm going to ask you to head over to Apple Music. We'd really appreciate a five-star review. We'd also, really, on top of the show right now, I'll let you know we are sponsored by TickPick. They are the place to pick up your NFL tickets, Rams tickets. They are the no-fee site, the no-fee service to give you all the Rams ticket needs you need. And bam, I'm promising you they're worth it. We have a promo later on for them. Check it out. They are tickpick.com forward slash RTR. Okay. So here we go. Mike, I w- I, you, you would think a win would be the top of the news. Like the Rams go out there and just go out. They, they hammer the Texans for three quarters. They take their feet off the gas late. Uh, you know, lots of complaints that they took their feet off the gas. And they got, you know, 22 points scored on them by the Texans. In the fourth quarter, I kind of view it as these are the Rams' backups getting time. I don't know what to really say. The Rams dominated them for three out of four quarters there and pulled their starters out. I'm not sure how you feel, but you have the on-field experience here. What's your take? Well, basically... You shouldn't have, you know, that much of a drop-off from your first or second to third. Now, obviously, you have a guy like Jalen Ramsey, one one in a special kind of guy. Aaron Donald, considered maybe the best defensive player, maybe up there amongst the best player in the game right now. Uh, again, those are kind of legendary guys. Then everyone else you want to be able to see backups get in, get plays. However, fact is, though you're sitting in meeting rooms, though you're supposed to know the playbook and things like that, if you're sometimes two or three, and especially twos, you probably should be playing a lot of special teams. Threes, you may not even be playing. They may have just suited, suited you for the game just for numbers sake, like a just in case. And then the next thing you know, you see yourself on the field. Now, depending on, is it a younger veteran, mid range or older veteran is going to determine how much prep work that they may have put into the game plan to be ready if they got called upon. So I guess on on one hand, you, you, you could say, oh man, you know, if we have to play these guys, Man, we'll get killed. Well, then let's hope that we don't have to play him if that's how you feel. The other thing, as you noted, is this is an opportunity for guys who may not get a lot of playing time, even from here on out, to get some quality reps, be able to now go look at film. And now you have a couple different ways as as you're learning. You have your own study. You now have your play. Then you got another secondary study of reviewing what you did and what you didn't do correctly, then you make the corrections so the next time you're in there, you play a lot better. So I'm not putting a whole, whole lot of stock into it, except that you can say you gave up points, but that means the offense probably wasn't extending drives themselves. So, 
you know, it works both ways. As we've discussed numerous times that, you know, it takes all those phases, kicking game, offense and defense to make make a game look like it's supposed to. I mean, just, you know, and we're putting the finishing touches on this one because we have now we have some other more important, uh, more important fish to fry here. In that game, the Rams 26 first downs, 18 for the Texans. 467 total yards to 323. Almost, you know, a large chunk of those total yards were in the first three quarters. They had four punts in the game, mostly in the fourth quarter. I mean, this is the kind of game offensively, I mean, the Rams hoping for this. I mean, and the, when we had, when we had, the, we had our guy on from Houston last week talking about how bad this team was. I mean, I don't think we realized how bad the Texans are, how much they've fallen off. But, you know, to complain, I think, about a fourth quarter, I think it's a pride thing. I mean, you're up 38 nothing. You don't want – you want the shutout, right? Especially since we've harped on defense so much this year. But on the same token, they gave their best shot in the fourth quarter and still lost by two touchdowns. I mean, you can't <laughs> get, too, get too mad in this game. Right. Stafford goes 21 of 32 with 305, three touchdowns, 22 touchdowns all race career for the Rams. I mean, Jared Goff struggled with those numbers last year. Dale Henderson, 14 carries, 90 yards. I still like to see more to our running backs. Nine for 42 for Sonny Michelle, three for 22 for Robert Woods. We've been missing that, actually. Buddy Howell comes off the bench, five carries for 11 yards. But, you know, Cooper Cup at seven catches, 115 yards. A 52-yard catch, touchdown, nine targets. And our boy Van Jefferson. VJ. Three catches, 88 yards. This, this is a nice performance. A really nice performance by you know, the guys wanting to see step up. Van Jefferson in particular, if they can get him going. If you have that big three cup, Jefferson and Woods, and some other help behind them, I mean, that's a pretty appealing set of receivers right there. Keep him healthy. There was a little bit of injury scare for Jefferson, but I mean, you've been talking about Van Jefferson for a while, and, and you know he just needs a little more time in the field. And, and I think I still believe we have a star on our hands. Oh, there's no doubt in my mind that you know, again, just a matter of time. But uh, I, I think this young man is going to really turn out to be something really special. Uh, I was a little surprised at a little bit of Robert Woods had a number of drops that he just usually doesn't drop. So I don't know concentration thing or what, but sometimes, you know, a guy just can't seem like he can reel him in. Uh, but he had one drop that he still would have been running. So it might've been, you know, 60 some yard touchdown, I believe it, it could have been uh, just dropped a, a crossing pattern. Uh, Right in his hands. I mean, again, it's just a sure thing. So, uh, but yeah, I agree, man. If you can get those big three going, Cooper Cuff, that guy is just, you know, tearing it up right now. And it just goes to show that as much as I think him and Jared Goff were pretty tight or even lived together for some first maybe year or two rookies, uh, he definitely, his game has elevated with the, presence of uh, Matthew Stafford. So with all that in mind, I'm I'm really excited. I don't think we've even seen yet the peak 
of what this offense can do. I, I really don't think so. And that gives me good hope for the, the downstretch of the, of the season. I know there's some cold weather games coming up. That Green Bay game looks ugh. But I like what the Rams are doing. And, I mean, if you ever doubted what the Rams needed in the last couple of years, they just needed their quarterback straight. And I think we, they got that. So I'm pretty stoked about it. I know we've been kind of hard in defense of late, but you can't complain about a defense that, that that starting unit shut out the Texans for three quarters. And it wasn't just a shutout, it was dominance. It oh, was yeah. yeah. Dom- we've been looking for this. And by the way, Brandon Cook, six catches, 83 yards. I, I know that uh, the former Ram had a tough go at the end with the Rams, but we wanted to see, you know, I want to see him do well. And nice day that day. Six, eight, six catches, 83 yards. And we'll move on from there. The big trade, the big trade, boy. <sighs> Man, coming yeah. off that win, I'm not sure how you're feeling, Mike, about the rest of the season. But the one of the big concerns I know we all had was the Rams on defense, especially middle of the field, like five, ten yards, intermediate stuff, run stopping. You know, teams playing the death by a thousand paper cuts thing. And then the Rams go out there and get Von Miller. Yeah. How are you feeling right now getting Von Miller? I'm telling you what, man. You're looking at a front line of Sean Robinson, Sebastian Joseph Day, A.D. Aaron Donald, weak side linebacker Leonard Floyd, Ernest Jones, Troy Reader, strong side linebacker Von Miller. So we've been seeing the emergence of Leonard Floyd really starting to kind of take that next level, if you will, at least here. Uh, But now you put Von Miller, who definitely is going to command two people minimum. Now you have Aaron Donald. You can't double three guys. You don't have enough people. So between him, Aaron Donald, and weak side backer, and Leonard Floyd, you're talking about somebody is going to be singled up a lot. And just the presence of Von Miller, you know, he's able to get around the corner. He's able to go over top of guys. He's able to chase a dude down. He can cover uh, a tremendous defensive high-impact player. And think of it. You got Aaron Donald, literally probably one of the best D linemen in the game. You now have Von Miller, literally probably one of the top backers in the game coming off an injury. And you've got a corner in Jalen Ramsey, who, again, is considered one of the top three in the game. On your defense now, you have three of the top three, five players in in the game today at their position. That should bode well for this Ram defense in the defensive coordinator. <laughs> I mean, bode well, I think, is an understatement. I yes. want to get to it here. Uh, before we do, I better go ahead and get our ads read. We have a big one this weekend. I will be there. I am stoked. A big one. The Rams are heading towards midseason. They got a huge matchup this Sunday night against the Tennessee Titans. If you're looking for tickets, TickPick, T-I-C-K, P-I-C-K. 
is the original no ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. They got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge. And that lets them guarantee the best prices of all their NFL tickets. If you don't believe it, if you can find better prices for the same seats on another site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. All that in mind. It's I'm going this weekend. Flying tickets aren't cheap. Um, this is a big one. The Titans coming in without Chris Henry, but their style is, is hard for the Rams. It's a tough one for the Rams. But you got the 49ers coming in yet. The Seahawks coming in yet. Lots of big games for the Rams coming up yet at home. So, this is what you got to do. Go to TickPick.com slash RTR today, and you'll save 10 bucks on your first order. And again, they guarantee you, if you find the same seats on another site for a better price, they'll give you 110% of the difference for that purchase price. One more time. TickPick.com slash RTR. Go check it out. All the place you need for Rams tickets. And here's other sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, so Mike, I'm looking at this from a, a different perspective too. And that perspective is, it's not just the pass rush. It's the running game. And of all the the guys out there, you think, well, come on, Von Miller? He's our, he's our pass rusher, right? Well, yeah, he is. But his run stopping this year has been solid too. It's been pretty stinking solid. All right. You put him also with his pass rush grade. Right now, this year, he has a pass rush grade of 85.6 on pro football focus. Now, I tend to poo poo pro football focus a little bit, but I mean, the, the pass rush grade itself, the win rate, puts him in good shape. I, I would say this. Right now, looking at his overall numbers for 2011 through 2018. His grade every year was above a 90. I mean, that's Aaron Donald territory. Not 2019, he dropped down 79.3. He missed last year. He's back this year, but his actual grade right now is six points higher than it was in 2019. That's a great sign. That's a great sign for where he is. He's not the same guy. I mean, can we, Mike, can we agree to that, right? He's not the same guy he was back when the Broncos won the Super Bowl, right? Well, I mean, who is the same guy when you're constantly trying to 
get through double and triple teams. But you look at some early highlights of this year, you go, yeah, he's the same guy. And so some of it is scheme. Some of it is, you know, just being in the right place at the right time. As much as guys go out and do their job, if you're playing in a place that you may not really want to be there, that could show up a little bit. So I think being reunited with uh, Coach Raheem and then just the ability to now come to a team that definitely is going to compete, he already knows he has someone in that D front that's going to command as much uh, attention as him. Again, he's looking his chops. You know, in Denver, if you don't have someone coming off the other side in the middle, yeah, you're you're going to probably get blocked. But just some of the the highlights and different things I've seen this year, he's uh he's the same dude to a degree. But dude, he, he's, I, I laugh at the idea of he he's not a a run stopper. Well, when you're a pass rusher, LT was that he could rush the passer, and he would stop you on the run. That's what Von Miller does. So. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's going to overall improve the defense tremendously. I think just having that that extra edge. I mean, he's the dynamic changes. And his rush grade is actually, among the two teams involved, his rush grade is the highest of both sides. I mean, he's he, he brings to the table something the Rams have missed, even if he's regarded as more of a pass rusher. And even... He's hey, he's thirty two years old. He's not the same guy when he was twenty four. But is he good enough? I think the answer is for what the Rams need. Yes, yes. I'm gonna say, oh yes, oh yes. Now the Rams give up a second round pick and a third round pick in next year's draft for for Von Miller. That's pretty steep, especially since Miller has an expiring contract. However. Denver is paying nine million of Miller's nine point seven million salary as part of the trade. So basically, the Rams sent the higher picks to the Broncos in exchange for Denver eating that salary instead of going on the Rams' books. How do you feel about that? Well, again, one of the things you've noted a lot is the ability of Les Snead and the rest of the gang to be able to. Uh, and young Mr. Dimoff be able to manipulate the numbers and the different things to put a contender out there each and every year. I think we've discussed it agnosium in regards to them going all in this year. And we see this as another play that goes, yes, they're all in. They're trying to be playing in their home stadium come Super Bowl weekend. Uh, and I think as long as they can stay healthy, the the odds of that happening have increased tremendously with this pickup of Von Miller. I think that's. I don't know. We. I don't want to sound at all, Mike. Like I'm going negative because I think the Rams had to do this, but we would be remiss if we didn't talk about the downside. The Rams. Right now, only have four picks to draft. That will change. You're going to get some comp picks. Right, They're going right. to get some comp picks from last year's Exodus out. And, of course, there's no guarantee Von Miller's back next year, considering he'll be a free agent. He'll be 33. 
Right. So you're basically paying a second and a third for nine-game rental. Now, do I think the Rams are going to do that? No, I think they'll try and convince them to stay. And I just, we got to be honest here. We've always talked about the fact the Rams have to, will have to take their medicine. Dan Wetzel from Yahoo Sports wrote an article talking about how what the Rams are basically trying to do what the NBA did and building super teams and so on and so forth. I don't really believe that. I don't really believe that at all. I think the Rams found an option to get a guy they know will make a difference when they're trying to win a Super Bowl. They are literally all in. They know their window is short. It's not that they're trying to be like an NBA super team. But if you have the opportunity to add Von Miller to your team, a guy you know will do what he does, are you not going to go get him? Well, I don't know. You know, like you said, there's been rumblings of Von Miller to L.A. for some years, but there's always rumblings of guys going all kinds of places. The thing is, this rumbling actually happened and it's actually happening at a time when you go, yes, now we have something even more that's going to take us down the stretch. Again, barring some catastrophic injury by, you know, somebody, anyone on, on the team, Cup, uh, you know, QB, Vaughn, AD, anybody, obviously that's going to put a damper on things. Outside of that, you're talking about, again, this is not just some guy way over the hill and, yeah, he, he got a couple snaps left in him. No, man, this is not Joe Namath coming to the Rams. This is a guy who has plenty of tread on the tires. Now, maybe they're not the super drag race tires. Oh, but they're definitely Indy 500 tires. So those, go, those cars go pretty fast as well. So uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm still a little bit stunned that a guy of his caliber gets traded to the Rams unless they have had talks with his people and, you know, maybe they haven't let it out, but maybe they just knew they were never going to come to an agreement on a long-term deal. So they said, well, let's get something out of it. Smart on their part to a degree if a guy's definitely not signing back. And then I have to imagine the Rams have already had some preliminary discussions on what they may be able to do come next offseason. But I totally agree, Derek. When you just look at overall picks and things that could happen that could derail the opportunity to be playing in your home stadium on Super Bowl Sunday, uh, it's a lot that's gone in here, especially these last uh, number of months, last year, year and a half, uh, to try to pull a Super Bowl off. When you look at what the what the Rams are doing, I mean, I can't help but respect the sheer, shall I say it, testicular fortitude. <laughs> and, I like and, that. I like that. Okay. Vince McMahon from WWE came up with that right. years ago. But, but, I mean, we complained for years the Rams wouldn't go for it. Like, they wouldn't go in. And now, since, since this era, this regime took over, they've been going in. They've been taking risks. And sometimes they don't work out. I'm not a big fan of a couple of, of 
more than a couple decisions they've made. But more often than not, they're right. I don't know if they'll be right this time, but at this point, you just got to go get it. There's no guarantee they're going to win a Super Bowl. There's none. And we could be talking about this being on par with 2004 Lakers years from now. Or we could be talking about a Super Bowl win. But at least we'll be talking about it. Like it will, We'll say, you know what, at least we went for it. And quite frankly, the Rams have been so good at ma- managing the salary cap and so good at managing the roster. Who's to say these draft picks will hurt them that much? They've managed to get by with it since 2016. And this 2021 and their contenders. I just can't help but think, you know, I mean, come on. Sooner or later, they will take their medicine. They've taken some to a smaller extent. At some point, they'll probably take a bigger dose. But the question is, can they hold off Father Time? Can I get this ring? If they get the ring, I think you and I will be like, okay, we're cool. All right. We're great with it. Get the ring. I mean, is that how you feel? Well, I'm I'm going to be uh, not so much Debbie Downer, but I totally agree that taking your medicine will have to be taken at some point in time. But remember, medicine is good for you. It may not taste good, but ultimately it is good for you. So that being the case, I just look at the players and the system. Can we say we upgraded a quarterback? I think we can say yes. I think we can see that the offense looks like it can run on a whole lot more high octane fuel. It's like we're just kind of getting started with a new quarterback who's still, you know, breaking in, getting used to receivers, sets, guys getting used to him, his ball, where it's going to be. Coach McVay being able to call plays that he can be confident that Matt is going to be able to deliver on. You got a solid receiver core. We got a budding star, in my opinion, our opinion. And uh, why am I drawing a blank right now? And eight, uh, Jefferson, young Jefferson, uh, thinking about his dad right now, I guess. But young Jefferson. And so you flip it on the defensive side, you have one of the best corners in the league holding down the secondary. You now have one of the best pass rushers from an outside edge guy in the league, Von Miller. And you still got pound for pound, probably one of the top two players, three players in the league now may have a really good opportunity to win that defensive player yet again. But the thing is, what happens when you pick up a guy like a Von Miller, it brings up the intensity of everyone. What will happen is him and A.D. are going to start talking about $500 per sack game, stuff like that. You know, just little incentives that guys do on their own. Maybe it's 100. But you're going to see an intensity rise from that defensive front. Because now you have a legitimate guy who's, again, going to cause you to put two, sometimes three guys on him, which, again, they got three on me. Somebody should be free. So that's what I'm excited about overall, that you're going to have you have some tremendously high caliber players that are now playing on your defense. So I just ultimately believe they're there every day. 
And they believe that the guys that they have can develop into, you know, those legitimate NFL players that now the draft, I don't want to say it becomes irrelevant, but you're now just trying to kind of get a steal here, get a steal there. If you have the guys in the locker room that you plan on them developing and becoming high caliber players. I'm yeah. I didn't have a comment for that. You got it right. <laughs> you nailed it. So one more thing today, I mean, before we sign off, and that is Deshaun Jackson. Today was waived by the Rams. And so he's gone. They tried to find a trade for him. They didn't find anybody. So they waived him. Any final thoughts on Deshaun going bye-bye? Yeah, that is, you know, I have to believe Deshaun Jackson being back in California may not have been the best thing for him. It just seems like something else was going on that wasn't allowing him to get on the field. I mean, we saw a glimpse of him being able to still run wide open and, you know, plenty of speed. Uh, He's been a high caliber player everywhere he's went. The thing is, he just hasn't been able to stay healthy. This year seemed like he's healthy. He's just not getting any rocks. So I don't know if he just, you know, was complaining or, you know, being a malcontent on the field and different things at practice, uh, coming late to meetings or whatever. But something just didn't mesh with the trade because, again, here's a high caliber player, still could play at a high level. but sometimes when guys come back to their their neck of the woods, you know, they don't know how to kind of keep those distractions. So it seems like it's maybe something more like that because uh, he just seems to be too good of a player unless there's some off the field stuff that's going on that's kind of been, you know, somewhat covered up. I mean, I just I just don't know if it was a simple case of him not build the rapport with the rest of the offense. Yeah. Maybe, they, that. maybe, and maybe their commitment was something very simple. Maybe they just wanted to get the ball to Van Jefferson more and to Robert Woods more. Now, this is a crazy story and I, I know we're going to shut it down. Don't want to be too Debbie Downerist, but what do you think about Henry Ruggs? There's no perfect person in the world. And there are, everybody has their sins in the closet. And I'm not going to judge anybody. Um, I'm going to let the law do what the law does there. I mean, I would think that given the career you have and given all that you've been blessed with, you wouldn't do anything to risk it. But I also know how people who are younger, Especially some older too, but younger, they tend, you know, to not make the right decisions. But there's no judgment for me on him. I just, you know, I pray for the family of those who you get what I'm saying at all. <laughs> no, I absolutely do. My my only thing is, and you know, reading through a number of different articles, they keep pointing to the fact that the NFLPA, along with the NFL have made a tremendous uh, commitment to make sure guys 
can get home, have protection, all these kinds of things. When I see a DUI or something like that, my mind goes, okay, there's no way those should be happening in this here NFL. You know, again, date myself a little bit. My last year was 96, but the last three or four years, you know, from the early 90s, uh, when free agency really got going, you know, 92, 93 in there, uh, they had a real concerted effort to make sure guys weren't getting in trouble by drunk driving. They start providing uh, calls, uh, numbers for limos or cabs back then that you could call. You could call your security people. You know, obviously, fast forward to today, you have Ubers, you have just all kinds of opportunities that you just don't need to get behind the wheel if you've had anything to drink. That's the only thing I just go like, man, you know, not only is this kind of doing something to your career, but someone actually lost their life, you know, because you made the decision to to drink and drive. So I agree there's not judgment. Uh, I know there's been times that I don't drink. But I know that I've driven back and forth from L.A. to Bakersfield or Bakersfield to Thousand Oaks being so tired, Derek, that you might think I was drunk driving. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, and sometimes you can be so tired that you're almost maybe worse than a drunk driver from what I understand. So I get it. Those times I'm like, man, I just got to get home. I got to get home instead of just pulling over. And thank goodness I'm here to tell the story uh but it just seems and maybe i'm a little bit more having you know a dad who who had some alcohol problems and drove us around you know man i don't know to this day sometimes we we shouldn't even be here so uh having said all i say this that was just a story and again don't want to end we so many great days but it's just kind of sad for it obviously the family that lost a loved one you know along with this young man at only 22 years old you know, so yeah, but you know what? The person who died was twenty three, a twenty three year old female. Oh wow! So, so I, you know, if he's guilty, he's guilty, and he deserves, in my view, to pay the price. He should pay the price. Sad for him and his career, his family. But I mean, a twenty three year old woman died because if 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 it's true, then because he was a DUI. Yeah, so, I'll yeah. say about that. Yeah, All right, man. folks. Well, that little bit of a sad note, but overall, good day. Good week for the Rams as far. Great day, great day. And we get the Titans coming up. We have a preview for you. We'll hopefully get a Denver person on as well to talk from their point of view on Von Miller's exit. And all that being said, we'll talk to you next time out. From Mike and the entire team, have a great one. We're out of here. We're out of here, folks.